Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk some Thanksgiving football next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers, joined by Adam Azer, who's just filling in for everyone this week. He's, he's our, our strong man of the week. Thanks for filling in for tomorrow's pods as well, Adam. And we're going to talk about the Thursday games. We've got three games, uh, Thanksgiving, one of the best days of football all year. And we do have some injuries to worry about on Thursday. Obviously, that short turnaround is, is always a little tricky. And Aaron Jones has been ruled out for the Packers. That means A.J. Dillon is going to get the start. However, I was doing some research today, and I found this fun stat. And I think if you've had A.J. Dillon on your roster any of the past three years, you're probably aware of this, but he has actually averaged fewer points per game oh, wow. in the five games that Aaron Jones has missed since the start of the 2021 season than the 39 games when Jones has been active. 9.5 PPR points per game in five games that Jones has missed over the past three seasons, including three earlier this year. Are we really starting A.J. Dillon against Detroit? Not if we can help it. Um, by the way, thank you for calling me a strong man. That is the first time anyone's ever referred to me as that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, metaphorically. Yeah, right. Uh, metaphorically I, and figuratively and literally and all that thing. I am trying to sit A.J. Dillon. I have A.J. Dillon in two leagues that are so deep. Scott Fishbowl and a dynasty league that I have no mm-hmm. choice but to start him. And I'm fine with that. But if you're just starting two running backs in a flex, I'm hoping you have better options. Detroit is really, really good against the run, really good per carry. The targets are interesting for A.J. Dillon. He has uh, uh, 13 targets in his last four games, and most of that's been with Aaron Jones, who's getting five, six targets on a weekly basis lately. So you do figure he's got a chance to get maybe four catches. That would be great. That would give him something of a floor. But I don't expect him to run the ball very efficiently. I don't even know if he'll get three yards per carry against Detroit. So that probably means he has to score to pay off. Yeah, and the tough thing, you know, you mentioned the passing game role lately. He had two targets in the three games Jones missed earlier in the season. So it's not like Jones being out helped him. You know, obviously we're hoping that can change and the way they've, you know, kind of adjusted the offense lately to dial up some easier plays for Jordan Love. I just blanked on on Jordan Love's name. Uh, Dialing up some easier plays has has helped. But, yeah, I I think A.J. Dillon, I think I have him ranked RB28. So if I can avoid him, I'd like to. The problem is you've got a guy like Brian Robinson who – has been really good the last few games. The passing game role has really helped him. You know, he's always been one of those guys through the first, you know, year and a half of his career where he really only has like one path to a good fantasy game, and that's like 20 carries and a touchdown. But now, you know, I think it's 11 catches over the past two games. If that passing game role can be there, it gives him more paths. Tough matchup against the Cowboys. We don't know if Antonio Gibson's going to play. He was limited all week with that toe injury. What are your expectations for Brian Robinson? Well, I think the expectations change considerably if Antonio Gibson plays, and they, they mm-hmm. are reduced quite a bit because I don't think he's going to run the ball all that well or all that often against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, the, the, the game against the Seahawks was kind of fluky. Last mm-hmm. week, however, he benefited from Gibson not being there. If Gibson's out, 
this team throws more than any team in football, and they throw to their running backs enough. If Gibson's out, mm-hmm. Brian Robinson is going to be borderline. I'm not going to call him a must start. I'm not going to be as high. Like Heath and Jamie have him something like sixth or seventh. I, I wouldn't be that high on him. I'd, he'd yeah. be more like 14, 15 for me because the Cowboys, they're very good at time of possession. They don't get a lot of carries against them. Um, they've done, The Cowboys have held Barkley twice, the Jets running backs, the Rams running backs, Eckler, Swift, the Panthers running backs, all of them to 10.2 or fewer PPR fantasy points. And I'm supposed to think that Brian Robinson is just better than Barkley and Swift. Yeah. Oh, that was Brees Hall early. But Austin Eckler, Cowboys are just a really tough matchup, and I can see this game going sideways really early. So I think he's a number two running back even without Gibson, and I think he's kind of like a borderline start if Gibson plays. But better yeah, he's fifth. He's RB15 for me if Gibson is out. If Gibson ends up playing, I'd probably, yeah, a a little higher than Dylan, but similar expectations there. Let's move on to the Seahawks, where it does sound like Geno Smith is expected to play through that elbow injury. Kenneth Walker is doubtful, so expecting Zach Charbonnet to be there. I've got Charbonnet right on the RB2, RB3 borderline. Where where would you rank him? Yeah, I think the same. I think the same. Ahead of Dylan, uh, behind Brian Robinson, if Gibson plays or if Gibson does not play. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a tough matchup. 49ers run defense hasn't been amazing, yeah. but it's been good enough. And then you you just have to wonder if he's going to keep the third down roll, if they're going to get yeah. that to Kenny McIntosh or to DJ Dallas. Um, so I, I think he's got a lot of potential. I think he has a lot of upside. I think he has a lot of downside. I don't see that big upside for Dylan. You know, you could always fall in the end zone or whatever. Yeah. You see it with Charbonnet, but um, want to be want to be cautious here. Wish you know would be nice if I were in a situation where I can sit him. I'm sitting him for, I'm starting three guys ahead of him in one league: Kamara, Bijan, and Mostert. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Decisions like that where you don't have to stress over Charbonnet. Yeah, I would start David Montgomery over him. I would start even Javante Williams with the tough matchup against Cleveland. The workload's been really strong. Devin Singletary if Damian Pierce is out, but obviously you have to make that decision now, so that's a tough one. Uh, and just real quick, how are you handling Lockett and Metcalf in this tough matchup? The Metcalf's going to play even though he didn't practice all week. I, yeah, he's not listed on the injury report. So yeah, I'm nervous. I, I'm very nervous because of G, because of Geno Smith's elbow or triceps, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Short week against the 49ers. I think Metcalf is a number two, three receiver, and Lockett is a number three receiver. Tentatively, I'd start Pittman over. I would probably start Josh Downs. Well, I'm a little concerned about the knee. I can't fully go there. Yeah. Um, I like the matchup, though. Love the matchup. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't start like a Chris Godwin over him or something like that. But I wouldn't start. I would not start Beckham over them, even though I really like Beckham. But I don't have a, a ton of confidence in uh, Yeah, Beckham didn't practice today with the shoulder injury. And the, the tough thing to keep in mind with Thanksgiving is we're getting all these injury reports on Wednesday. A lot of teams aren't going to practice on Thursday. So we're going to get like estimated injury reports on Thursday. So we won't really know injury updates until Friday. So that's going to make things really tough. Make sure you keep tuned to the FFT and five. Make sure you listen to the full episodes of fantasy football today for more information later on in the week and happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. 
Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. 